Are you uncomfortably comfortable now? Um, a little bit. Okay. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you okay. Okay. Can you hear me okay? <sighs> Loud and clear. Okay. I'm just kidding. That wasn't supposed to be annoyed, but it was. Just know that I absolutely love you, and I was just kidding. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> first listeners episode yeah we did it we made it we made it we got here what a milestone i know miles <laughs> so <laughs> miles turn <laughs> what's your turn <laughs> welcome to i don't know what episode this is because the episode 12 it's not numbered as 12 though true it'll be listener story number one listener story number one it's like a bonus episode we finally are getting to this and i'm so excited because i've been wanting to to do this since before we even started the podcast this was in my mind one of the biggest reasons why we started the podcast was to share other people's stories and so now these are stories that were sent directly to us Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) i'm super excited we don't have a ton today we actually only have three but that's okay three is better than zip zero zilch it's also yeah it's also better than one and two <laughs> exactly because one is the wait is it one is the loneliest number and two can be as bad as one why i, I don't know okay anywho how are you miles i'm okay how are you good 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 glad um i feel like i'm just doing all the talking right now yeah chug that caffeine for me please okay Okay, so this episode is obviously going to be a little bit different because we did not prepare these stories and we will both be sharing. So this story, it's our first listener story, it is from Alyssa. Hi Alyssa. Hi Alyssa, thank you for your story. So this is what Alyssa has to say. Hey there, here is my family story for your podcast. When I was about four years old, My grandparents on my dad's side bought a house in Midway, Utah that we called the cabin. It was about seven acres tucked away down a dirt road. Behind it was the Snake Creek, and behind that was a golf course for the homestead. For anyone who has been to Midway, Utah, it is where the inactive volcano is, called the Crater. That is now a natural hot spring that you can swim in. So many weekends, summers, holidays, and beyond were spent at the cabin. We swam in the creek, walked on the path to the crater, watch the deer play in the snow, and swing on the swings my grandparents put in for us. There are so many memories made there. Did she say active or inactive volcano? Hold on, let me find... Inactive. Inactive. Okay, Not cool. active. Did I say active? I don't know. Oh, well, it's in my mind, I, In my mind, I heard active, but... <laughs> active volcano that we're swimming in. No, no. It sounds like a good time. Not active. Okay, not active volcano. <laughs> Got it. Um, They had to sell it, though, around the time I was a senior in high school. It was a sad day when that happened. The story I want to share is the day our dog, Gus, ran away. Gus was our Boston Terrier runt of the litter. He was a good puppy boy, but for a while, he was a ball of energy that we could barely control. (laughs) Sounds familiar. (laughs) Sounds like Motley. Um, Every time we took Gus up to the cabin, 
we had to keep him on a leash so he wouldn't run after the deer or just bolt in general, which he did every chance he got. This one trip in particular, we had all of the family up at the cabin. My grandparents, my mom, dad, my two little brothers, my two uncles with their wives, and three kids each, so there were a lot of us there. My brother David was especially fond of Gus. Gus was David's best friend, so you can imagine the stress he felt when he came running inside at the age of eight at about 9 a.m. while everyone was eating breakfast in their PJs, crying and saying, Gus ran away! Gus ran away! Almost all the adults, especially my parents, ran outside, and sure enough, that little booger had gotten out and was bolting towards the end of the property. Okay, I shouldn't be laughing because it's, you know, scary and sad when a dog runs away, but just imagining all of this and all of the, like, adults in their PJs running out just kind of made me chuckle. Yeah. I mean... Losing your dog is never fun. I mean, you remember that time where I thought we lost Amara there for a second. Oh, yeah. You were a wreck. I was a wreck. Like, imagine Amara... being, what'd you say? He was eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine being eight and thinking that your dog ran away on your watch. Yeah. I mean, he did. Their dog ran away. <laughs> so let's... <laughs> That's, again, not funny. Sorry for laughing. <laughs> All right. Let's see um, how this goes. He was gone before anyone could really do anything. My mom, however, started running after him in her PJs and slippers. Go, Mom. Mm-hmm. David and I were crying hysterically. We were both praying that Mom would be able to catch him and bring him home. The rest of my family was trying to think of a plan because he was clearly going towards the golf course that was behind the cabin. Mom had gotten to the golf course, but every time that she would start running or calling Gus's name, he would bolt again. One of the golfers in, on the green that morning even tried to chase him down, <laughs> but Gus was a little too fast. Oh, I just, like, have this image of just a line of people trying to follow this dog. You know, those, like, cartoons where everybody just, like, kind of dog piles onto each other as mm-hmm. they all, like, leap towards them. Or it's, like, the when they're in the... I mean, granted, this was outside, but when they're in the corridor and they go through, like, one door and come out a completely different door. Yes. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. One of the golfers on the green that morning even tried to chase him down, but Gus was too fast. My mom was starting to lose hope when she had a feeling to stop and just watch him. Gus was trotting along when all of a sudden he stopped, backtracked towards the fence, and started sniffing very distractedly because there was another dog behind that fence. My mom was able to sneak up on him, scoop him up, and bring him home. Yay! Yay. (laughs) Welcome back, Gus. The relief everyone felt when they say my mom when they saw my mom walking across the field holding our dog was incredible. Gus got in trouble mostly by David. But things went back to normal pretty quickly as we started to go about our day playing with him and each other. However, a very close eye was kept on him, so he didn't run off again. Fair enough. The end. Can't say I blame him. That was a cute story. Yeah. I love that. Thank goodness he came back. Yeah. And that's so nice that, like, even though this technically didn't work, the fact that other people were willing to help out. Right. You know, that was sweet. There's so much good in in this world. We don't yeah. talk about it enough. Yeah, I agree. Because the media likes to focus on all the bad stuff to get people riled up. Yeah. Anyways. Propaganda. I'm glad that you guys got Gus back. Um, rest in peace to Gus. Wait, Gus died? Yeah. She said that he had to be put down during her senior year. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Thanks, Alyssa. Moving on. Cool. Alright, so this next story is from Bethany. She actually included three different stories. Sweet. Woo-hoo. Thanks, all Bethany. Pretty, thanks, Bethany. They're all pretty short, so that's good. 
I'm bad at reading. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. All right. So the first one is about Mom Anna, who was 25 at the time. She had gotten a job in Arizona working at a Girl Scout camp. She drove down to Arizona and arrived really late and stayed in the hotel the first night. It was really hot in the hotel and she went to sleep in underwear, woke up in the middle of the night and saw a light coming from the bathroom and heard men's voice and they sounded like they were walking around. She was scared because she couldn't run because she wasn't wearing much. It sounded like they were moving closer and she thought other people were in her room so she tried to cover herself up as much as possible with the blanket. As the voices started fading away, she realized the light was coming from the stairwell which was shining under her door and the people she heard talking and walking were actually just walking up the stairs to their room. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Have you ever had one of those moments where you're like very um, not appropriate for public's, uh, the uh, public view? Yeah. Did I ever tell you that one where the missionaries came by? No. And I was in my bathroom. <laughs> oh. But that was fun for them. Oh, no, no. I didn't answer the door. Mm. So um, a little backstory. Miles and I are members of the LDS Church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And so we are pretty close with the LDS missionaries that are in the area. And there were a couple set of missionaries a couple years ago that we used to, like, see all the time. And they would come over all the time. And one day, Miles was at work and I was at home and I was literally just in my bathrobe. And (laughs) they knocked on the door and my living room window was open but from where i was sitting unless you were like looking you know standing directly at the window you weren't you know necessarily looking at me and i didn't even see them until they knocked on the door and so immediately i fall to the ground and i like hid behind the coffee (laughs) table so i was like i can't open the door like i'm so not appropriate right now but then our dog amara goes and with her nose pushes open the other curtain that is right next to the door <laughs> and so they could see inside the condo and i'm just hiding and just hoping and praying that they cannot see me and eventually they left but i was so mortified we ended up telling the sister missionaries about this later and they thought it was hysterical yeah i mean it's it so a pretty awkward. funny story <laughs> oh anyways Cool. So, oh, there's more from Bethany. There's more from Bethany. Okay, go ahead. The next story is about her. Okay. And she says, When I was living at home with my parents, I used to share a room with my sister. One night, I went to bed, and a couple of hours, couple of hours later, I woke up and screamed for really no reason, but I assumed it was because of the loud thunder <laughs> and wind that was happening outside. As I lay down to go back to bed, I saw a little girl in a white dress. No. no. No, 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 no. I don't like where this is going. A little girl in a white dress standing by the closet, and I wasn't really scared by it. I just stared at it until I fell back asleep. No. When I woke up the next morning, I brought it up at breakfast, and my sister, who slept in the same room as me, said she saw the same thing. No. What the heck? (laughs) The scariest thing about it was that my brothers, who had the room before us, said they they had seen the same girl one night a couple months beforehand. Ooh, ghost um, story. Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. That's so freaky. Is there more to that one? No, that that's the end of that story. Oh my gosh. The Man. fact that it was validated by other people. Right. Makes like, it almost scarier. Because <sighs> no, if it's just you, you, you can come up with like excuses. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, oh, it was probably just like a dream or something. Because I've had those dreams where 
in the dream, it feels so real, and I feel like I see a ghost or something. But then I wake up, I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. All those dreams that are so vivid that you can't remember, like, years down the line, if that was real or not. Stuff like that. Yeah. Have you ever had those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang, that's creepy. That is creepy. Have you ever had something like that happen to you? Like, seeing something like that? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but this one, I don't know if I could even... Like, I can explain this away, basically. So, um, it was basically what happened was I was in my room down in the basement and it was, you know, two or three in the morning and I just had to go to the bathroom. And when you walk out of my bedroom door, right next to me is the bathroom, but you can also see, you know, the entire basement and we had a pretty large basement. And so I stepped out of my room and it's pitch black in the basement like it normally was and across the living room all the way on the other side I see a white like shadow type thing like a, a glowing white shadow type that's thing that's not okay and I <laughs> immediately slammed like I went into the bathroom I slammed the door and I remember sitting on the floor just like no 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 I am not doing this right now and I was so freaked out and then I just went back to bed after that but like that's the thing is I have no idea what it was I don't know what I saw it could have been just a reflection of something but still it scared me so bad right what about you have you ever had any experiences like that no I haven't no oh do you want one oh my gosh no this reminds did I ever tell you about when Alyssa and I stayed with my uncle and we watched The Sixth Sense. Did I yeah, tell you about that? Yeah, I think that? so. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we stayed with, at my uncle's house and my grandparents were there and we stayed up watching The Sixth Sense and I'm pretty sure it was just me and Alyssa staying up, um, but my grandma, <laughs> my grandma had gone to bed and from where we were sitting on the couch looking at the TV, to the right of the TV was the door to the bathroom and adjacent to that was the bedroom my grandparents were sleeping in Mm -hmm. and my grandma didn't want to disturb us as we were watching the sixth sense and so in her white nightgown in the dark she goes to the bathroom and doesn't turn on any lights and so of course us being like 12 and 13 at the time we lost our minds Mm -hmm. it was just grandma but (laughs) holy cow that was a good time (laughs) Yeah, the closest I've ever been to um, any ghost experiences or anything like that was it was it was in Bulgaria and we were just visiting um, a local. I shouldn't say local. It was a fortress mm-hmm. that had been just you know turned into a tourist attraction. Okay. And we went to one of the little cells that were around the perimeter. Oh, I think I remember you telling yeah. me this story. Okay. And I um, when we went in there, it this was pitch black like pitches blackest i've ever been in <laughs> but i was like you know really curious so i go in and um we all kind of took turns and jerked around and uh locked the the gates and everything and like was taking pictures but while i was in there i'm just like i want to i want to see what's back there real quick so i got out my um my camera my flash camera <laughs> and i was just taking pictures and just to see you know what was there so i was like looking at them and then later that day i was i was going through them and just like seeing seeing what i caught and everything there's one picture that i took like seconds apart and in one of the pictures it's not you know just black empty screen not empty screen but like you know you could see the wall you could see the ground and everything but in the very next picture like seconds later 
you can see what looks like a face. I'll have to I'll have to find it. Maybe we can post it on on something or yeah, if on Instagram it, or we something. Can find it on our Instagram. Um, and let you know our viewers decide for themselves what that is. <laughs> but like in my mind, I'm like, no, that looks like a freaking face. That's really <laughs> disgusting. It was it was disturbing. Ugh, ugh creepy, creepy, creepy. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Bethany sent us one more story. All right, let's hear it. All right, so this is about a lady named Jolene. Jolene. Hmm. Jolene, Jolene. <laughs> We're reading a story. <laughs> All right. Jolene's alarm went off on a Sunday morning and she was mostly awake, had the lights on and everything, but her eyes were closed. As she laid there, she could feel the presence of a woman in her room. Okay. Bethany, no more ghost stories. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like them. <laughs> I mean, she's married to um, Michael Myers, so. True. Can't her. <laughs> just kidding. She's not actually. She's married to my brother who has a Michael Myers halloween costume mask thing that he likes to wear mm-hmm. around their apartment <laughs> right i actually i actually really enjoy these stories these ghost yeah, stories and everything same, me too all right sorry, all right. so she felt the woman walk from the side she was facing to the other side of her it felt like the woman was dragging her hand across the bed as she moved <laughs> eventually the woman sat down jolene was so terrified she couldn't even move the feeling eventually went away and even though Jolene knew nothing was there. It was still terrifying. That's, That's it? the end. That's the end. Oh my gosh, that gave me like chills. <laughs> Oof. Dang. No, I genuinely I do enjoy those stories. So yeah, I'm not complaining. No, I do too. I do too. And it's good time because yeah, just after Halloween. Uh, yeah, just after Halloween. But I enjoy these stories all times of the year. Hey, do you enjoy these stories? No. <laughs> I'm just teasing. What would give you that idea? <laughs> All right. We have one last story. Oh, thank you, Bethany. Those were awesome stories. Very creepy, very spooky. I like them. They were great. Did I mention that I enjoy those kind of stories? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, our last story is from Rachel. All right. And this one, perfect, is titled, like, the the... The line and what the is the subject? Subject, thank you. The subject in the email uh, is creepy story. Cool. <laughs> All right. So uh, Rachel says, "Hello. Since Halloween was just the other day, I figured I could share a story with story from my childhood with you that had me freaked out for years. To be fair, it didn't actually happen to me. It was a story I was told by a friend's mom. Anyway, I'll get into the story now." So around the time I was in fifth grade, a new girl came to my school named Amber. Amber and I started hanging out and soon enough became very good friends. It helped that she lived across the street. Amber lived with her mom and it was just the two of them. There were several times during our friendship that I went over to Amber's apartment for dinner. Usually, the later I would stay, the weirder I felt. I really liked Amber and her mom, Mary. Mary was super kind, but if I am being honest, she gave off an interesting vibe, sometimes that kind of creeped me out. And she loved to have deep conversations that my 10-year-old brain couldn't wrap my head around. Thinking about it now, my 20-something-year-old brain probably would have enjoyed these conversations. (laughs) (laughs) 20-something. Anyway, one night I was over having dinner and Mary started talking about witchcraft. She told me that her friends in high school 
all practiced it and that in her adult life, she believed that because of it, creepy things were following her around. Yep, 10-year-old me didn't like that too much. She told me about when Amber was a toddler and how her remote-controlled toys... Oh my gosh, I don't like this. (laughs) Remote-controlled toys would move on their own and how they would hear creaking in the attic and how their TV how her TV would turn on and off without anyone around. Okay. First of all, children's toys that go off on their own. No. (laughs) Just no. Did you ever see that video? And it's like one of the toys that we actually have for Harper. Yes. I think you you showed me that actually. Yeah. I try not to think about it too much. (laughs) Okay. So you know her little cow. Yeah. With the little ring and the buttons on it. Uh Uh-huh. That thing... Goes off on its own. Yeah, it's, I thought it did. Yeah. It might have just been us, us stepping around and everything, yeah. but like, I'm sure I'd turn that thing off. That thing sucks. <laughs> Sorry, Cow, if you're listening. <laughs> Don't haunt us because Don't we insulted us. you. Anyway, continue. No, but that is oh. one of the creepiest things. Children's toys? Yes. That go off? Yes. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. Okay. When Amber was a toddler and how her remote control toys would move on their own, how they would hear creaking in the attic and how her TV would turn on and off without any one around. Also not okay. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, then she told me about the incident. The incident. The incident. When Mary was in high school, she got into some occult-like things. Like I said earlier, she and her friends practiced witchcraft, and from the sound of it, it wasn't the kind that gave you the good feelings inside, if you know what I mean. Quite the opposite, actually. I guess one day... Mary went to a friend's house that was also deep into the occult. Mary said that there were several women at this house that she had never met, and they all seemed to be having some sort of party downstairs. Mary and her friend went downstairs to join the party, and when they went down there, the women were in some sort of trance and were chanting words that Mary did not recognize together. Mary, (laughs) oh, this is giving me the creeps. Mary immediately felt uneasy and made an excuse to go home. As she was leaving, one of the women grabbed her by the arm and and stopped her. She looked at Mary in the eyes and said, Be careful, young lady. <laughs> Mary, how are you doing over there? I'm okay. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Mary then left and tried to shake the experience from her mind. A few weeks later, Mary and her friends went to get slushies after school. They sat down on this park bench and the sidewalk next to it. Mary had told her friends previously about the weird experience and they all agreed to back off their creepy witchy things for a while. During their slushy get-together, Mary spotted that lady that was with her, sorry, Mary spotted that lady that was in her friend's basement, the one that grabbed her arm and told her to be careful. As the lady got closer, she was looking as if she was going to cross the street. This was a fairly busy street, so she looked both ways, and then she looked up and locked eyes with Mary. (laughs) This is not okay. (laughs) Um, The way Mary described this next part is what kept me up at night as a child. She said as soon as she locked eyes with the woman, everything and everyone around her froze. Completely, solidly, silently froze. What the heck? The sound of traffic had come to a stop. The wind in the trees seemed to have never existed. Mary couldn't even hear herself breathing. It was as if someone had hit the mute button on the entire world. With no sound, there was also no movement. Everything was still. 
Mary was painfully aware of this. She even tried to move, but she couldn't. Um, She definitely wanted to, though. So she sat there frozen in time, locked eyes with this woman. She told me that it felt like it could have been 10 to 20 minutes easy. But almost as soon as it happened, the lady unlocked her gaze and everything returned to normal. Mary could breathe, move, hear, and see. She turned to her friends and they all sat there, wide-eyed, and were clearly just as freaked out as Mary was. They all got up and started heading for home. The girls never spoke of the incident after that day. Mary never saw the lady again, and she never, ever tried to practice witchcraft or dig deep into the occult again. Smart choice. (laughs) I remember the night that Mary told me and Amber that story. Amber had heard it before and didn't seem to be bothered at all. I, on the other hand, had to walk home across the street in the dark. I jumped at every rustle of leaves or tire sound in the distance. I'm not so scared of it anymore, but it does creep me out a bit. I'm also not sure if any of the story is actually true or if Mary just wanted to scare me a little bit for who knows what reason. Anyways, I'm not sure if you will read this on your show, but since it was memorable to me, I figured I would share. Plus, who doesn't love a good spooky story around Halloween? You guys have a great podcast. Keep doing what you do. Love, Rachel. Nice. Well, thanks, Rachel. That was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was quite the story. It's disturbing. Um, um, <laughs> should we talk about that? <laughs> should we just leave it at that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would haunt me too. Mm-hmm. That would surely keep me up at night. Also, why would you tell a 10-year-old that story? Uh, listen. <laughs> believe what you want to believe if you believe in witchcraft by all means you do you See, but <laughs> witchcraft is one of these things where I'm, I'm like i don't know if i 100 percent believe in it right but like i'm i'm not willing to mess around with it either <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, on the off chance sure. i wouldn't say off chance because uh, just by chance if this actually like it was a thing and whatever because mm-hmm. like i've, I've heard stories yeah. yeah i've heard stories i mean like in the philippines for example they're really into voodoo mm-hmm. and stuff like that and i have a cousin who um lived there for a bit and he's he said he saw some creepy stuff oh i believe it 100 percent believe some whacked that out stuff so that's uh, one of the things like i've never experienced it but that doesn't mean that it's not real right for sure no that's so creepy so oh and can you imagine like sitting there and everything freezing around you right i mean when i was 10 i was scared by everything mm-hmm. there was a story that it's not even that scary but my family used to tease me with it all the time what is it it's the where's my big toe story do you know that one you know, that sounds familiar. I'll Did tell you, you about it later. Um, no, tell it on here. Come on, people want to hear. The, the whole story? Is it really long? I don't know. I, I don't remember most of it. Give us just the, the rundown. So, like the rundown the... is... So, the story is about this this boy who was sent out by his mother to go dig up some potatoes for dinner. So, he goes out, digs up some potatoes, and he like finds one that's kind of like a little bit... <laughs> you know um like stuck soft there. not not soft but like you know kind of in there so he like picks it a little bit eventually gets it up it's like oh nice potato kind of thing he goes inside and um like later he's he hears in the distance 
Where's my big toe? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I totally remember you telling me Yeah, this. so, and then that just repeats, and I didn't even remember the end of the story. I just remember the, where's my big toe? <laughs> oh, and I, w- I was such a baby when it came. Just, just anything. And your like, family, I like, would... teased you about it? Mm-hmm, all the time. Like, <laughs> like my brother, because he and I shared a room when we were younger, and he, he would tease me about it. He'd, like, hide under my bed and stuff like that, and be like where's my big toe <laughs> in like a very and then my mom did it one time she hid in like so our mom my mom did it too one time and that's the one i remember the most because i was so surprised that my mom <laughs> jumped on this pen wagon too with everyone Respect. oh my gosh <laughs> so she, yeah she's hide. she hides in the linen closet and our bedroom was like ad- directly adjacent to it and so she she hides in the linen closet closes the door and she starts, like, doing the same thing. Like, where's my big toe? And I run the other way. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I'm pretty sure I cried as well. Oh. <laughs> oh that's so funny. Yeah. Oh. But I was... I, I I did not like horror movies. I love, I love them now. But when I was a kid, I did not like them. Oh, for sure. I was such a baby. Like, um, you know the movie, The Day After Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Um, like the scene with the wolves, uh-huh. that I couldn't do it. <laughs> and th- these were just wolves. There wasn't yeah. any, anything really that scary. It was just more like tense than anything. You're cute. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I'm better now. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> Where's my? You can't hurt me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we have for you guys today. So, thank you to those who sent in their stories. Those are awesome. Don't practice witchcraft. <laughs> or, I mean, or do. But if you do, just be smart about it. Be okay? smart about it. Don't meet crazy ladies that stop time. Yes, yeah, seriously. So, if you guys want your story told, go ahead and send us in your listeners' stories. You guys are the listeners. Send in your stories. <laughs> <laughs> Please and thank you. Please and thank you. Our email that you can send them to is family. Miles, erase that. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep it in. <laughs> uh, our email is famdamilypodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And they can be anything. They can be spooky, like you heard tonight. They can be super wholesome, uh, like what Alyssa's was. They can be funny. They can be tear jerkers. And also, if you do want us to keep names anonymous, just send, let us know in the email that you send. We are going to assume that everything written in the email is okay to be read unless specifically told otherwise. True. But um, So don't get mad at us if you don't. <laughs> we'll get mad at you. I'm just kidding. So yeah, um, our next listener's episode will be uh, the 1st of December. Our goal is the 1st, like December 1st, but... Uh, if it's anything like this month, then you'll get it on December 3rd. <laughs> right. But that's okay. Well, thanks again, everyone, for listening. And for all the listeners who shared, in, shared their stories with us. Uh-huh. And uh, don't forget that if it's brown and sticky, it could be a stick. <laughs> what else could it be? Never mind. Don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If that just... That, that, I can't talk. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Anyway, outro. Do, 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 do.